2: Hey everybody! This is Bishop Foreman, the People's Bishop, Pastor of Harvest Church. It's Monday night. You know what time it is? Time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer, uh, like we do every Monday night. So, to all of my Facebook, all of our YouTube's, our Periscope family, come on in. Need you guys like this video? Tell us where you're watching from and share this video. L W S like the video. Tell us where you're watching from and share this video. It's super simple. Why do we share, Bishop? We share so people are saved. When you share, people are saved. When you share, people are saved. It is just that simple. So I need you to come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. We're going to add our Instagram fam uh, in just a moment on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Instagrams uh, here and in just Instagram pages rather in just a moment. And we're looking forward to that. We're also looking forward to uh, soon. Here we'll be able to add our TikTok um, fam from the Bishop Foreman TikTok. We'll be able to add them into prayer too. So that should be fun, uh, inviting a whole new audience of folks in. So come on in, guys. It's going to be amazing tonight as it always is. You already know prayer is on fire. I mean, it literally is. And uh, it's going to be good tonight as it always is. So come on in. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. Boom, it's 7 o'clock on the dot. We're going to add in our Instagram fam. Come on in, everybody. On every platform, we are live on Instagram. We are live on Bishop Foreman and Harvest Search Instagram. We are live on the Bishop Foreman Harvest Search YouTube, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Search and um, Harvard Search um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope. Oh, got tongue tied right there. And not to mention our wonderful. Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. We love you all so very much and think y'all are just absolutely amazing. uh, That I can tell you. So uh, as we are moving uh, in all of this and moving in everything that God uh, has certainly ordained for us, Tonight, again, come on, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share it. Let me just say a couple of quick things before we get into prayer tonight. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray. Why do we do one hour? You know, why not fifteen minutes, or thirty minutes, or forty-five minutes? Uh, Jesus, one of the most defining moments of his life um, that we see recorded. Bible says he tells those that were close to him, "Could you not pray with me for one hour?" And so, there is something very powerful about. Focusing your prayer and focusing your attention and focusing your energy for one hour. Can I get everybody to just drop a number one? There's something very powerful about that. Um, that Jesus in his most defining moment, he said, I don't want to, I don't want to go sit for an hour. I don't want to go have a conversation for an hour. I don't want to go to watch a movie for an hour. I want to pray for one hour. And so that's where we get it from. And then Bishop, why do you call it command your week? and command your day prayer. We do that for another spiritual reason. Um, The scripture says several places, but just so you, number one, you understand in the Bible, a day began the evening prior. So in the Bible, if you were looking at a day that was to come, that day literally began the night prior. So in the evening and the morning were the first day. So when you wait to pray about your day until the day began, and many of you, if you grew up in church, that's how you were taught to pray. You were taught that the time for you to pray is when you get up in the morning and you pray. And you should certainly pray then, but literally you're halfway through the day, biblically speaking. So the things get set into the day. And I've taught on this before. You can get the messages, command your day and command your week that you want to get a hold of the day before it gets a hold of you. Get a hold of the week before it gets a hold of you. And so that's what we're doing. Um, a great scripture that illustrates that is in Job. In Job, uh, I believe it's 36 and 12. In Job 36 and tw- uh, Actually, here, let me get it for you. Uh, let's get that for you. Job 38 and 12, excuse me. Uh, it, um, Job is complaining. He's mad. He's frustrated. He's angry with everything that was going on. And as Job was in that situation, um, the Lord responds to him, and the Bible says about listen that the Lord responds to Job in a very interesting way. Let's start here. The Bible says the Lord answered Job out of a whirlwind or out of a storm. And sometimes it takes a storm for us to get spiritual. Sometimes it takes a storm for us to get spiritual. Sometimes it takes problems before we begin to pray. And so um, in that, the Bible says um, in Job 31, you know, answer Job through a whirlwind, through a storm. And then later on in, in verse number 12, it says, have you commanded the morning since your days began, and cause the dawn to know its place. In other words, he's saying, hey, hey, hey. He's saying, Job, all this complaining you're doing, have you used the power that I've given you? Now, there's two things going on. One, God is basically saying to Job, hey, man, be careful in how you're coming at me because you are coming at the creator of everything as if he's your equal. But then secondly, there's a principle there. The principle is, That I've got the ability to speak to a day, to set a day in order before the day tries to check me. Let's go. I've got the ability to set my week in order before my week tries to set me in order. You ever woke up and thought, it's going to be an amazing day. It's going to be an amazing week. It's going to be an amazing this, that, or the other to only discover and to only see um, that stuff starts happening. And then all of a sudden, what you plan to be amazing, what you plan to be incredible, turns into a mess. Y'all wave at me if you've ever had that happen. What you plan to be powerful, what you plan to be strong, turns out to be a mess, right? So this is why we call it Command Your Weak Prayer. I need you to make this declaration right at the beginning say, I have authority. Come on, everybody, type that on every platform. I have authority, all right? So we're not letting the day happen to us, we're happening to the day. We're not letting situations happen to us, we are happening to them. We're not letting life happen to us, we are happening to life, all right? So that's why we do that. Come on in, like this video tell me where you're watching from, share this video. Let's open up. Father, in Jesus' name, we give you glory, God, because you're amazing. You are strong. You are powerful. You are mighty. There is no God like you. There is no God beside you. You are literally our creator. You are the lover of our souls, our minds, our thoughts, our will, and even our emotions. And today, God, as we come to you to pray, we lay down every burden at your feet. We lay down every heavy thing. We lay down every heavy weight. Father, whatever we are facing, we are well able. We say like Joshua and Caleb did, that we are well able to overcome. We are strong enough. We're wise enough. We're prepared enough. We may not have the experience, but Lord, we you have given us the preparation. So today, in Jesus' name, God, as we pray, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin, God, for the mistakes that we've made, the things that we did that uh, we didn't know what we were doing was wrong. Father, where we missed the mark, we say, forgive us, Lord. Come on, y'all. We say, forgive us, Lord, for where we missed the mark. Forgive us for where we got off track. Forgive us for where we didn't do things the way you ordained for us to do. God, we ask for forgiveness for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that's been passed down. God, you called us to be curse breakers, not curse perpetuators. You called us to be the Josephs of our bloodline, not the Benjamins, not the uh, 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 not the Judas. You've called us to be the Josephs. What does Joseph mean? The Lord continues to increase us. Joseph was the interruption to the dysfunction of his bloodline. Joseph was the way out of famine for his bloodline. God, you have literally called for us to break every curse, break every chain, be the interruption. So forgive us when we practice iniquity, where we practice the stuff that was handed to us, that was handed to them, that was handed to them, that was not like you. And so in Jesus' name tonight, God, we thank you. Let you also forgive us, God, for our transgression. That is what we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We willfully deviated from what we knew to be the truth we willfully deviated God from what your word says please forgive us come on and cover us under your blood your blood was shed and it was played 2000 years ago so that we could have life and life more abundantly God you did not call us to live mundane, boring, routine, uneventful, unproductive lives. You said you will come that we would have Zoe. Everybody type that, Z-O-E, Zoe. That means we would have abundant life. We would have so much life that, God, you would use us to bring others back to life that we would have so much strength, we'd have so much fortitude, so much power, God, that others would look to us, and in seeing us, they would see you. You said you desire to sow yourself strong through somebody in the earth, and God, we say you can do it through us you can show yourself strong through us. Show yourself strong through our faith. Show yourself strong through our fortitude. Show yourself strong in our future. Show yourself strong in our finances. Show yourself strong in our family. Show yourself strong through us in Jesus' name. And as we pray tonight, God, we pray like Isaiah, that you would give us the tongue of the learned. that you would tell us what to say and tell us what to pray. God, tonight as we pray, we are not just speaking aimlessly. Into the atmosphere, but we are adjudicating in the spirit. That means we are taking legal cases before a God who requires justice, and we are finding justice with that God. Luke 18 1. It says that men ought to always pray, or people ought to always pray, so that they would not lose heart. If we pray all the time, we would not lose our minds. Heart, God, is our mind in the Bible. And so tonight, God, we pray that as we pray, that we would be strengthened. Come on. As we pray, we would feel fortitude. We would feel power. Now we would feel refilled tonight as we pray. Wherever we've been pouring, wherever we've been leaking, wherever we've been putting out, God, tonight through prayer, we say, put it back in us. Holy Ghost, we say, feel us tonight. Come on, y'all. Feel us tonight. From the tops of our heads to the soles of our feet in Atlanta, in Denver, in Chicago, in Miami, in Indiana, wherever we at, in, in Los Angeles, on the East Coast, South Coast, West Coast, Canada, wherever we're at. We say we fill us tonight. Holy Ghost, come to our living room. Come on, y'all. Come to our bedrooms. Come to our home. Wherever we are at, our offices, for those that are even driving, God, fill us tonight to where we would overflow. You know, we must end this year strong. We only have, uh, what, 15 days left in this year, something around that 15 days left or 16, 17 days left in this year. And God, we declare we are ending strong. We declare we are ending strong. We are not ending and accomplished. We are not going to end on a negative. We are not going to end without things being done, but Lord, we will end strong because we will begin strong because God, we declare that our next 12 months will be our best 12 months. Come on, type that on the screen, everybody. My next 12, my best 12. Just say it like that. My next 12 my best will. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. So, Father, we use our tongues to create what we see. We use our tongues to create what we experience. We use our tongues to create... What we in, uh, what we shall so see in Jesus' name, you said that we are like you in the earth. You are a speaking spirit. Everything that you created, God, you created by speaking it. And what you said became your hand. What you said became, uh, uh your, the way it got done. So, Father, tonight we will be in your image and in your likeness. God, people often say we need to know who we are in Christ. Well, who we are is a speaking spirit. Who we are is a God uh, uh, is a servant of the Most High God that has the ability to decree a thing and watch it be established. We have the ability to speak a thing and watch that thing manifest, God. So tonight we say we delight ourselves in you because you then will give us the desires of our heart. So as we pray tonight, guide, As we pray tonight, direct. As we pray tonight, be specific, God. We want to see specific results in our next 12. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We want to see specific results in our next 12. We refuse to experience anything generic. We refuse to experience experience anything um, that is vanilla, God. But we want to see specific results. We want to see specific breakthrough. We want to see specific things happen in our lives. Why? You said the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. God, effective means the specific. Effective means the strategic. God, tonight as we pray, make us strategic. This is warfare. That's what this is. This is the warfare, God, where we get to be on the offensive. We don't just have to be on the defensive. But God, as we pray, we get to go on the offense. That means we get to advance. And so tonight we give you praise for that as we pray across a multitude of digital platforms. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to just type Amen right there? Yes, 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 yes. So listen everybody um, if you're just coming in like this video tell me where you're watching from and again share this video uh, at, at the end of the day I want to um, I want to make a, make a couple of um, interesting uh, things or a couple of statements that we need to move in tonight as we're praying let me one let me say this um, if it's your very first time on prayer on any platform would you just do the hand with the emoji or say it's me? Um, And just so we know it's your very first time on prayer, if you're on the Harvest channel now, you'll notice there's a chat feature there that hasn't been there uh, for a while, but we've got that. Hey, Cleveland, um, if it's your first time, we're glad you're on prayer. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. Uh, and when we pray, things happen. Let me tell you, prayer is powerful. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something we have to do. And so we're gathered together on different Instagram pages and Periscope and YouTube and the Harvard channel and the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. So many different places tonight that we are gathered from, uh, uh, so that we are able to pray. I want to encourage you to set aside this time in your calendar, because for most of you, this is going to be the longest consecutive time of prayer you're going to have all week. And I don't say that to be petty or to be shady. I say that to say, let's make it matter. Let's make it matter. Let's make it matter. And I see several of you where it's your first time on prayer tonight. So welcome. We're glad you're here. You can connect to everything Harvest uh, by simply uh, taking out your phone and texting the word Harvest to 55498. And can I get a few of you to type that on every platform so they can see it in the chat and just screenshot it. If you want to send the text now, you can send it or you can screenshot it and then send that text after prayer tonight. What happens when I connect, Bishop? Well, one, You'll be able to get updates from us, encouragement, inspiration. You'll be able to get our mobile app um, so that you can stay connected to everything going on with Harvest. Our messages are there. Music is there. So much more is there. You can register for events. Everything related to Harvest is right there. All right. So we'd love for you to do that. Just text the word Harvest to 55498. Let me also say this real quick. If you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be a part of our launch team, Harvest Search Atlanta. We're going to be moving to the pre-launch phase real soon. What is the pre-launch phase, Bishop? Uh, I'll talk more about it in in the days to come. But the pre-launch phase works like this is that before you ever go, the Bible says a man doesn't go to build a tower unless he first counts up the cost. Part of the cost you count up is the team you need to make it happen. It takes teamwork to make a dream work, right? And so our launch team now, which the response has been amazing. Let's just stop. Can we celebrate the Lord for the amazing response that we have had for people with an interest in being part of our dream team? Can I just get you to release a digital praise on whatever platform you're on? Just a hand clap hands up a hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory for that. Um, The response has been absolutely incredible so far. And so for that, we say thank you. If you are in the Atlanta area, in the Atlanta metro, you want to find out more, and uh, maybe you already know. You're like, look, I already know Bishop Form is my pastor, Harvest Church. That's my fam. I already know. You can be part of the long statement. Then if you just want to find out more, there's an interview that we did and some other press and some other articles and things that we've done all you have to do is text the word H C A T L, all one word, H C A T L for Harvest Church Atlanta, um, and all one word to the phone number five five four nine eight. And uh, when you do that. You'll be able to get connected to all of that and stay connected with everything that's happening with that. So I'm super excited about that. In fact, right after prayer, I'll be wrapping up some things uh, as uh, well, uh, approving some things as we're moving into uh, this next phase. So that's amazing. All right. Listen, um, there is that. Let me also say this to you guys real quick. If you got a praise report, can I give you a homework assignment today, prayer, to go and make sure you submit your praise report onto our app? I see somebody that says, I need some help. You're going through a struggle. We're going to cover that in prayer in just a second. Um, but in that, so don't hop off. Make sure you stay all the way through. All right. Um in that the praise reports that have been coming through are absolutely ama- like they they are amazing. And I want to read you uh, a couple of them. I want to read you a couple of them um just so that you get this. Uh let's go. Uh let's read a few of them. Um Let's go. Um, Shalom. Since I've been connected to Harvest, there's been so much favor on my life. I have literally been prospering in a pandemic. Just yesterday, I went to get my winter tires put on my car and had them studied. When I went to pay the service clerk, she told me, everybody listen to this, I owe nothing. I was blown away, but God. Come on, can you say my house is next? We want to celebrate what God has done for somebody else, but I need you to also Use the power of your words, the power of your faith to draw that to yourself. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. If there's anything you're going to hear me have you do a lot on prayer, it's to say a lot because life and death are in the power of our tongue. And then number two, I'm going to have you to type a lot. Bible says wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So, on prayer, for many of you, this is the agreement you need so that you can ascertain what's next in your life. You gotta have agreement around you. And let that be a word for every leader, let that be a word for every manager, every boss, every entrepreneur, every pastor, if you don't have people around you that are creating an atmosphere of agreement, you need people around you that are going to say, let's make it happen. You don't need people around you that are always can't do it, always coming up with problems or no solutions. You need people around you that are going to stand in agreement that we can do it. Father, I pray for everybody watching prayer right now, every business owner, every entrepreneur, every leader, every manager, every head of household, And in Jesus' name, my prayer, God, for them tonight is that they would have circles of agreement, people around them that can strengthen them, people around them that can lift them, people around them that can build them, people around them that can say, we are well able. Joshua had Caleb and those two, when those two agree, They were able to go and seize the promised land. And so Father, we pray that we would have the right people in the right seats in our lives so that we can seize what you have ordained for us, that we'd have the right people around us that will find solutions, come on, and not just identify problems. I rebuke folks in our lives that all they do is come up with problems. I rebuke people in our lives that all they do is create problems. I rebuke negative people, come on. I rebuke people in our circles and in our lives That the only thing they do is add to our stress. They don't help relieve it. Let's go. I rebuke people in our lives that all they do is create issues and create problems and make mess and make drama and do not help relieve it. But we declare God that we are surrounded with the right people in the right seats at the right time for our next 12 to be our best 12. And God, we pray not just for our benefit, here it is, but we pray that we would be beneficial. We pray that we would be a blessing. We pray that when people see us, that they would be excited because they know a solutionist is coming. A problem solver is coming. Somebody that can uh, uh, bring value is coming, God. That we would not just take, 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 but God, we would be poor. We are best when we are poor. And we literally said, "You have blessed us to be a blessing." In Genesis twelve, and that we thank you for. In Jesus' name, everybody say, "Amen." All right. Look, here's another one. This one. um, Last Monday, I think I was in. Yes, last Monday I was in Atlanta. And, uh, do on one of the, um, one of the platforms I look, cause there's three cameras going and two are going to Instagram. And then one is going to a bunch of platforms. The one right here. Hey y'all. Um, and in that, one of the things I looked at one of the cameras, I think it was the Bishop Foreman Instagram. And uh, I said, somebody, you got a $10,000 settlement that's coming this week. Anybody remember that from prayer? Wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. Anybody remember that from last Monday's prayer? If you follow us on social media, and I encourage you to do so at Bishop Foreman or at Harvest uh, underscore CC, for most of the church's stuff, I encourage you to follow us because we I posted the praise report because I got it on Tuesday, I believe, as I was heading back to Denver. Tuesday, so I said it a week ago, seven days ago, Monday. By Tuesday, that was the praise report. And here it is. Let me read it to you. It says, during prayer last night, God used our bishop to prophesy that this week, $10,000 was about to manifest someone. The Lord had shared with me today that that person was me. Today, Testimony Tuesday, I was led to reach out to one of my attorneys concerning an upcoming settlement. I promise you the amount reads $10,000. And if you didn't see it on social media, they posted a copy of the check. I just needed to say my house is next. Come on. What am I doing by sharing these praise reports? I'm stirring your faith so that when we pray, you can be bold. The Bible said that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So I'm stirring your faith tonight so that when we pray, you can be bold. That when we pray, you can be strong. That when we pray, uh, you will know that he is a God that answers prayer. All right. It says the amount reached ten thousand dollars. Bishop was a real man of God. I faithfully sowed yesterday, although I did not have the amount available. Bishop called out, "I need everybody to listen to that. Whenever a seed is announced, I need listen. I need you to realize if God is ever requiring a seed, that's because He has a harvest on His mind. Don't fight with God over no money. All the cattle is here. all the gold is His, all the lime, all the silver is His. Everything that you need, God owns it." So don't fight with him over something he gave you when he wants to give you more. The, the way to get more, your increases in your release. And for some of you, over these next two weeks, God's going to require more of you because the increase you're going to see in your next 12 is going to require some a seed at another level from you. Don't you fight with God over no money. I do not fight with God over no offering. If an offering's called for, I stand there with my phone ready. What's the amount? At harvest, if we ever have a guest and they were doing an offering, I stand there with my phone saying, What's the amount? What's the number? If you don't give me a number, you going almost shoot big. Because what I want God to do in my life, listen, uh, it, it's going to require more. It requires more. And if what you have is not enough to meet your need, it's not your harvest, it's your seed. Father, I pray that we would not be stingy. I pray, God, that whenever you are speaking to us about generosity and offerings, but not even that generosity period in life, that, God, that we would not be stingy, that we would not be selfish, that we not we would not be those that only think of ourselves. God, you have blessed us to be a blessing. So our increase comes through our release. Our call is to release. Our call is to release. We've got to get the seed up out of our houses so that we can see the uh, uh, harvest return to our houses. And so for that, God, We will not fight you over any money. Come on. Can some of you type that on the screen? We will not fight with you, God, over giving. You have given us everything. You've been gracious to us. You've been merciful to us. We will not fight over giving. That seed that this individual released one week ago, uh, God, that seed that they said they didn't have, but they released it. God, the next day it opened up what they were not expecting. And I pray that as we release tonight, as we release throughout this week, as we release over these last 17 days of this year, that we would see you do exceedingly. Come on, prayer abundantly above all that we can ask or think in Jesus name. Can I get everybody to say amen across every social network right there? Um, so listen, it says today, I'm reading the praise report, 10,000 manifested. God is faithful. I'm reading the praise report. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading and guiding us. All right, y'all ready for another one? Here's another one. This one, I haven't read this one. It says five unexpected checks. Come on. I got five on it. Five. Five is the number of grace. Five is the number of favor. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. Why is it so important that you share? When you share, people get saved. Here in a moment on prayer, I'm literally going to drop the net. When I say drop the net, that's a harvest terminology for we're going to invite people to Jesus. And and we have seen now, I think the number is like 517 people this year that have given their lives to Jesus. Let's stop right there and let's give them praise. Okay? Because we care about winning souls. I don't know about you, but I care about seeing people come to the Lord. I care about seeing people give their lives to the Lord. I care about those that were far from God being reconnected to God. I care about those that, um, that didn't know the Lord coming to him. We care about that at harvest, right? That's why we do what we do. It's not just to have saved people meeting, it's so that we can get most, more people saved so they can come into the meeting. Huh? All right. Listen to this praise report. Five unexpected checks. Can I just get you to just say favor? Somebody needs to type that favor, favor. Mister Solomon Bishop, this year has been a roller coaster. In June, I began to fall off of my connection with God. I stopped serving. My church attendance became inconsistent, and I found myself losing motivation. Shortly after that, my car started having issues that would eventually cost more than the car was worth. I traded the car in and was blessed with the 2018 Kia Optima. Come on, let's celebrate that. Watch the turn. Not even 24 hours off the lot, I was hit by a tow truck, resulting in the car getting total. I was forced to be in a rental car until I was yet again blessed with the 2019 Kia Optima. You like these Optimus? Look, again, not even, wow, I hadn't read this. Listen to this. Uh, Not even 24 hours after the lot, I was rear-ended and sent to the hospital, resulting in the second car being total. I found myself repeating in a uh, uh, cycles in a second rental car with no money for a third down payment for another car, time lost for work, fighting with car insurance, etc. But God, a week later, I was blessed with a third car, less mileage, payments lower than both of my previous cars, and a little down payment. Although I was blessed with the third car, I was still forced to pay all three car payments while the insurances were settling all of the accidents. But God, again, this is a praise report, right? I began watching Bishop's words again, calling me back into order and to recommit to harvest. Wow. In December, I submitted my request to start serving again. It has only been a week since, come on here, since I started serving, and I have received five unexpected texts in the past week. Resulting in two thousand dollars extra money. It's in one week since I started serving again. Y'all better hear this thing tonight. God Almighty, thank you so much, Bishop and the, and the Dream Teamers. Um, it says servers, but Dream Teamers of Harvest to call me back to God. Can we just put a praise in the atmosphere for that praise report? Right? Wow, everybody, hear me. There is safety in your serve. I'm going to say it again. There is safety in your serve. There is safety in your serve. There was safety in your serve. There was safety in your serve. And and so in all of that, I, I, wow, what a praise report, right? for some of you, you're like, but I'm digital. How can I serve at Harvest? You can serve digitally, like bishop i I can't come back in the building because i'm high risk for corona how can i serve you can serve digitally there is safety in your serve the scripture says that those who are planted in the house of the lord so flourish in the courts of our god uh uh that that's powerful that's powerful right uh and so in that listen look at this here's another one here's another one can i read one more i'm gonna read one more all right i got the mic so that's what we're doing um grace and mercy. Here we go. 2020, my God is amazing me. I've been actively attending Harvest for over a year. My bishop says life and death in the power of your tongue speak life on your tongue. Everything I do is for God. 2017, he said I was going to make God, I said I was going to make God the head of my household, own a home and have a loving family by 2020. I got all of that and more. Not only did I close on a new home in my name, I have my own accounting business, but own a brand new car for the first time in my life with a low interest rate. Stop. Let's put a praise in the atmosphere for this one. Hey, glory to God, right? Come on, y'all. Every platform, put a digital praise out there. What am I doing? I'm stirring your faith. And we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. When you hear him do it for somebody else, you'll know he can do it for you. When you hear him do it for somebody else, you'll know he can do it for you. When you hear him do it for somebody else, you'll know he can do it for you. Wow. It goes on to say, Bishop, you are amazing. To God be the glory with the way you preach to me and hold me accountable for making sure God is number one in my life. It says, faithful givers flourish. It's only up from here. Thank you, Bishop. Wow. Come on, y'all. So many praise reports. Um, I need you to to realize yours is next. And for many of you, you literally have already been in one. So don't sleep on the praise reports you already are or the praise report you already have. Um, Because let me tell you something, Uh, you are already a praise report, but I wanted to share those so that it would stir your faith. We overcome the enemy of the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And some of you tonight, what you need to do is you need to go send the praise report, write you a note, um, put it on your phone, but write it down with a pen and paper. Go send the praise report because it stirs your faith and it stirs somebody else's faith. God is not a man that he should lie. Uh, he's noisy, the son of a man that he should have to repent. He's not a respecter of persons. So if he did it for them, somebody just make this declaration. He'll do it for me. He'll do it for me. And what you need may be different than them. And some of the praise reports I just read, but that's powerful. There's so many more. There's so many more, but we're going to stop right there. So take a note, send the praise report uh, tonight. Would you do that tonight? How many are going to send the praise report tonight? How many you going to send one tonight? You need, you need to show yourself you're already a praise report. Wave at me. Do the hand wave emoji if you're going to send a praise report tonight across every platform. If you're going to do it, wave at me. Come on, Periscope. Where y'all at? If you're going to do it, do, do the hand wave emoji. Do the hand wave emoji. All right? Because when God sees you celebrate little, he'll trust you with big. If he sees you there, there's sometimes our emails will come through and I just say, thank you, Jesus. 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 Phone calls will come through. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want him to know I am grateful for every little thing because I want him to be able to trust me with something significant. Right. And if you can't celebrate what you call small, God will never trust you with big. All right? Because for some of you, your next 12, you're literally going to go from being a five-figure earner. You're going into the six figures. Why? To be a blessing. For some of my six-figure earners, please receive this. My words will not fall to the ground. For Samuel 3.19, for some of you who are six-figure earners, you're going to see yourself step into the seven-figure realm in 2021 in your next 12. Please put a praise on the end of that. Please put a praise on the end of that. For those of you like, I don't believe in all of that. I don't believe in all of that. Read the praise reports for yourself. You may not like me, but you can't argue with my fruit. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. People may not like you, but they can't argue. They cannot dispute the fruit. Can't dispute the fruit. You cannot dispute the fruit. You cannot dispute the fruit. And I pray that we would be fruitful, not just in our finances, but in every part of our being. Every part of our existence, every part of our life, I pray that we would be fruitful. I pray that when our lives are examined, there would be fruit. Fruit that blows our mind, fruit that blows the mind of our critics, fruit that blows the mind of those that don't like us, fruit that blows the mind of our closest people, our closest peers, our closest comrades. We pray that we would bear fruit. We pray that we would bear fruit tonight. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody on every platform, say amen, right? Fruit means productivity. It means there's something to show for what I've been doing. And for some of you, around this time, suicide gets really high. You put coronavirus pandemic, which we thank God we've been praying for, a what? Swift into that. And we're seeing that happen. Um, um, this is the fastest that they've ever, in, in the history of America at least, um, that they've ever been able to get to a vaccine. And I know different people have different thoughts and, and different ideas and and, and 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 all of that um, and, and all of that and, and what have you. And, and so at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, the reality is uh, that people uh, have to understand this, um, you know, you make whatever decision you want to make as it relates to. Uh, your you know personal lives and what you do with that. What I'm just saying is what's amazing is that this is the fastest we've ever seen a vaccine come to for something. A coronavirus, novel coronavirus it means something brand new. So what we pray for, for a swift end, somebody say, God did it. Can you put that on the screen? God did it. All right. God did it in seven months, really less than that. God did it. We pray for a swift end. And for us, if you've been in quarantine, If you have been, you know, in all of that, it seems like it's been forever. But if you look, stand back and look at it from a larger context, you realize that it really it's, this is a what will be a swift end. Um, Two things I want to cover in prayer real quick. I mean, just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. First thing I want to cover in prayer is um, those that are grieving, those that are grieving. Over 300,000 Americans now have been lost. Um, And as a result of that, uh, as a result of that, uh, where we find ourselves is a scenario where um, many people are grieving. Many people are grieving. Um, Loved ones, they didn't get to hug them. They didn't get to see them. They didn't get to be with them. Um, they had to look at them through a you know, through a camera. They had to look at them on FaceTime. That was their last words for somebody that they love. And so many people are grieving. I want to cover that in prayer. Father, we pray for every person grieving. And if you are grieving the loss of someone due to coronavirus or due to something else, I want you to just do the hand wave emoji. I want to cover you. Your hand wave is going to be what I use to cover you. Father, I pray for right now for those that are grieving. And I pray, God, that you would be the God that carries away their grief. You are literally the God that carries away grief. And so in Jesus' name, God, we pray for them right now. And we pray, God, that you would cover their grief. Your word says you literally have borne our griefs. That word borne means you carried away and you lifted. You carried away and you lifted. But, Lord, you cannot carry away and lift what we have not packaged for you to take. So I pray that in their grieving process, God, that they would get through the steps of grief so that they can give that grief to you, that they'd be able to get to that fifth and final stage of acceptance. doesn't mean they won't have memories. It doesn't mean that they won't have reminders. It doesn't mean that they won't have situations, God, that uh, that spark memories. But, God, it means that when they look back over who and what they were grieving, they can celebrate. I pray that you return mourning into dancing. Come on. I pray that you would turn sadness into joy. I pray that you would turn uh, uh, weeping and mourning into celebrating what was. And I pray that they would use it as a license, as a license, God, for them to live better from this day forward, that they would maximize every day, that they would use what they were grieving to maximize every day from this day forward. In Jesus name, I speak celebration to them and for them. I pray that when they look back and and remember that they would remember the lessons. Come on. I pray that they would remember the good and I pray that they would maximize the moments of life they have. God, if we still have a pulse, you still have a plan. If we still have a pulse, you still have a plan. And for that, we say thank you and we give you glory for it now. In Jesus' name we pray, everybody, can I get you to say amen right there? Second thing I want to cover, as I started mentioning, is suicide is high during this time of the year. So you got the novel coronavirus on top of um, a time of the year that's rough for many people. Um, while many people are celebrating, gift shopping, uh, Amazon shopping, whatever, there are many people that dread this time of the year. Can I ask you to be real transparent on prayer tonight? How many of you, you just be real honest, you were Bishop Foreman, so you're in a safe place. Can you be honest that this time of the year is not a celebratory time for you? Can I get you to do the hand wavy emoji or just say me? Can I get you to do either one? And this is normally not a real celebratory time of the year for you, all right? All right, no shade, no shade, and no shame. You do not need to be ashamed. You do not need to be ashamed. I rebuke shame. You do not need to be ashamed. I want to cover. I want to cover that in prayer. I see many hands coming up across our platforms. For many people, this is not a celebratory time of the year um, because it becomes a time of comparison. Does my family have what this family has? Um, Do I not have a family? Do I not have people? Do I not have this? And there's a series I need every one of you who, um, where I see several saying it's bittersweet, different things. Uh, If you are ever worried about your family, I want to say uh, there's a series I need you to get. I need everybody to type this. Can I get a few of you to type this on each platform? And somebody's right. You do have a family with Harvest. You, you ain't never familyless. If you connected to Harvest and me, you are never familyless. You got family. Um, but there's a series I did called Modern Family. Can I get you to type that? A few of y'all on each platform. Modern Family. Modern Family literally talks through... Um, we have been sold this thing in America... And, and it has been intrinsically made part of um, the American Christian experience of having this picturesque American family. And I need you to know that's not Bible. Like, let me say a couple of things. One, God's not American, just in case you didn't know. Like, Jesus is not an American. Um, just so you also know, English is not the language of, uh, of the scriptures. That's important, too, because for those of you who like to study the word, if you study, if you're going to Webster to study, you're studying in the wrong place. Um, cause it's not an, it's not an American book, nor is it an English book. But in addition to that, Jesus did not have the picturesque American family. He didn't. Jesus did. There was no, there, Jesus did not have a picturesque American family. Why is that important to understand? Cause many times you'll think about, listen, you're missing something. If your family doesn't look like what you see on the screen, you'll think you're missing something. If your family doesn't look like what you see on social media. And so you can begin to be jealous of, you can begin to covet, you can begin to be envious of, you can begin to start hating on people who have what you think you want. Now, realizing even Jesus didn't have that, right? So that series, Modern Family, I need you to get through that because for those of you that I just can't wait till I got somebody, till I get somebody. Listen, if you're not happy single, you are not going to be happy with somebody, if you are not happy by yourself, you are not going to be happy with somebody. And then you have, you got, listen, there's all kinds of different scenarios. Jesus did not have a picturesque American family. Joseph disappears after a certain part of Jesus' life. Where is he? Got it? Jesus is now leading, as the, in the Hebrew cultures, the oldest brother. He's got to lead his, uh, his uh, he's responsible for providing for his family. He's responsible for leading his brothers. And his brothers, you want to know what his brothers said about him? He crazy. He'd think he God. He'd think he better than us. This is what his brother said about him. His mother and brothers, listen to this. Jesus' family was so dysfunctional. Y'all ready? He didn't even invite them to be part of his leadership team for his ministry. He said, no, nah, y'all can come to the crusades occasionally, but you can't be in this room. His family was that dysfunctional. He wasn't, but they were. Okay. So for some of you, you get mad. Like I'm just trying to get this family business off the ground. Can I tell you, you may have just dodged the bullet. I don't know who this is for. You may have dodged the bullet that your family is not in your business. You may have just dodged the bullet that your family is not involved in your ministry. Who am I talking to? All right. You may have dodged the bullet. I don't know why my kids won't be a part of what I'm doing. You may have dodged the bullet. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. Who is this for? All right. So go w- listen. Watch that series. You can listen to it in the podcast or watch it. Modern Family, um, because it literally I show you what the Bible says about family um, and what the what the scripture says, not what America says. Do you not even know? Let me give you this last thing. The suburbs. Once the suburbs were created, okay, the suburbs were created in response to, can I be honest with you? In response in America, they were created in response to seeing um, 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 the rise of the middle class amongst African-Americans. So the suburbs were created so that people could escape that. Then when the suburbs are created, they create this picturesque American family to say, your family needs to look like this. You need to have a car. You need to have a husband and a wife and two kids. You need to have a picket fence. This is what it was, right? So the suburbs are literally created, and then they created, this is what a, listen, this is what a blessed family looks like. Not realizing that that wasn't Bible. That was a sales pitch. It was a sales pitch. Now, I'm not saying something's wrong if that's what you have. What I'm saying is don't think you're missing something if it's not. You are shalom. Let's pray. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. Type that on the screen. I am shalom. God, we are shalom. Nothing is missing in our lives. Nothing is broken in our lives. Nothing is lacking in our lives. All is well all is well. We are not missing anything. God, forgive us for thinking, if we had that, we'd be happy. If we had that, we'd be happy. We have you. And because we have you, you are evolving us. You're making us wiser, better, stronger, more skillful, more intellectual, more spiritual. But God, we are not missing anything. I rebuke the notion that something is missing, lacking, broken, or not well. In Jesus' name, if you haven't typed it already, type, I am shalom. I am Shalom, I am Shalom, I am Shalom, okay? When you really see what the Bible says about family and what the Bible says about the difference between family and relatives, family are people that are headed the same direction, which means family, most of your, you ready for this? A lot of your family won't be your blood. Relatives means we see a common ancestry. Some of you, and I see these types of things happen all the time because you have people, a lot of your warfare comes through your blood. It comes from people with your last name. And that happens in the Bible. Isaac and Ishmael fighting. Boom. That's, that's a family fight. That is a feud between brothers. And we see it still playing out in, a, in the world today. Okay? So please go look at that series. Can y'all type it one more time? Modern Family is the name of that series. Modern Family is the name of that series. Um, and what happens. Is when you really begin to see what the word says about it, it will shift your view of life. Because for some of you right now, where you are at in your life is, is that you got to be like Paul. Paul said he was given this gift. And I don't know who this is for. We're about to cover this in prayer. For some of you on every platform, you were given this gift. Paul called his single period of life a gift. And many single people, listen, you misuse your gift of singleness, you've been given the gift of singleness. Got it. The gift of singleness is the everybody listen, is the most important part of the dating process. I'm going to say that again. All right, married folk, I'm going to come speak to you, but let me just talk to the singles for a second. We're going to cover it in prayer. The most important part of the dating process is your single time. That's the most important. Listen to what I just said. I'm going to say it a third time because some of y'all missed it. You thought I misspoke. I didn't what I want to say. The most important part of your dating process is when you ain't dating nobody. The most important part of your dating process is when you are single. Not alone, single. single. That's the most important part of your process. All right. I got a series for that too. Relationship revolution. Okay. Married people, um, the best thing you can do is be a better you. Oftentimes, especially during this time of the year, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better wife. Check it. Become a better you. And start with being a better Christian. And when you start with being a better Christian first, everything else will align. Got it? For many of us, what happens is we are trying to be all these other things first before we are better Christians. So you're trying to be a better mom, a better dad, a better this, a better this. In the name of American family, and that's not even Bible. This is not. Got it? I want to cover that um, in prayer. I know I went to a whole little Monday night Bible study, but I want to cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover this time of the year. And we come against, Father, and we pre- we're we offensive, meaning we move in the realm of an offensive posture tonight. God, against depression, against loneliness, uh, against, against a feeling of dissatisfaction, against anxiety, against fear, against panic. We shut that down tonight in Jesus' name. And we declare that this would be our best holiday season ever. Please say that. We use our words to frame our world. And God, we declare... And this will be our best holiday season ever, that that we will feel fulfilled, that we will feel on target, that we would feel on assignment, that we would feel like we are in the right place at the right time, making the right moves. Uh, I come against a sense of uh, or lack of clarity tonight. And pray, God, that even as we navigate through the last few messages of this year and the last few times of prayer of this year, that God, we would be fully and totally and completely aligned with you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen. Speaking of prayer, one other thing I want you to know real quick, I got a couple of things I want to cover. So starting tomorrow, you ready? We got some extra days of prayer. Starting tomorrow, we've got some extra days of prayer. The Lord told me as we were getting ready to end this year for us to uh, pay attention and to to, to amplify uh, the amount that we were praying. But listen, prayer is not an excuse not to act. Prayer shows us how to act. Got it? So prayer is to get a strategy. Then we go work the strategy. So I want everybody to send about prayer. So what are those days? Let me give them to you real quick. The additional days of prayer are going to be um, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday through the end of this year. So tomorrow night, we're praying at seven o'clock. All right. Tomorrow night, we're praying at seven o'clock mountain time. And then uh, Friday, we're praying at seven o'clock mountain. Saturday, we're praying at seven o'clock mountain. And then we'll be right back on Monday and then Tuesday. And then we will not pray on Christmas day. We will not pray on New Year's day um, and, uh, and then there we go. All right. So make sure you set the cut for that tomorrow. We're going to make sure that we are, um, taking advantage of this time. And let me just say this for many of you, like your cities, like you can't go to the restaurant. So like, what are you doing tomorrow night? Like you'll be good. Like be on prayer tomorrow night so we can do that. All right. Seven o'clock mountain. So I see somebody asking about the different time zones. What I encourage you to do is go to Google and type it in and it'll set you up. So like I think California, that's six o'clock Pacific. And so you can move in there. All right. Listen, um, a couple of things I want to do before we hop off of prayer. We got about 10 minutes left. We got about 10 minutes left. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Yesterday's message was called how to have the mind of Christ. How many of you saw that or watched that? Can you tell me if you saw that or watched that, uh, what stood out to you? What stood out to you? Did we pick the new colors? I did. I did. Um, um. it's in the story, in my story. What stood out to you from yesterday's message? How to have the mind of Christ. I'll read your comments um, real quickly. What stood out to you? I see you. I see you. H- Atlanta. Hey, Atlanta. What's going on, Atlanta? Make sure you text H-C-A-T-L to 59769 so you can be a part of uh, and connect and find out more about the launch team. Good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Every platform, every platform, what stood out to you? It was so good. What stood out to you from yesterday's message? How to have the mind of Christ. How to have the mind of Christ. Motivating me to push through what scares me, struggles. That's good. That is good. That is really good. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else Uh, from yesterday's message? Just seemed like prayer. Somebody said, it seems like prayer just started. No, 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 no. We almost over we got 10 minutes ago. I'm going to watch it again after prayer. Yes. Make sure you do that. The mind of Christ is about growing our skills and becoming masters. Yes. Of our gifts. That's good. All right. So much in the word from yesterday. Can I encourage you to go watch it and, and listen to it? Guys, um, the first time you hear something, you only retain about 30%. And when I preach, I give a lot of content, right? Right. I'm, I'm and I was sharing this yesterday. Uh, we did a group therapy session, which was amazing, by the way. Um, it, it was an amazing time, and I shared this. I know we live in a time where people like you know, like 25 minute messages and 30 minute messages, and and people are, um, you know, and that's good. I'm not knocking that. I just realized what I'm called to do, um, is to one, chop the food up to serve it. But, but what I'm calling you is to make sure that you eat well. Like that's part of my assignment is to make sure that you eat well. And so at the end of the day, um, that's, uh, that's what I do. So you got what I'm, I'm saying that to say, if you want to remember 30% of what you hear the first time, you're going to have to listen to one of my messages like four times just to hear everything that was said. So please do that. So many good comments about what stood out. Jesus had to be under submission, the different types of warfare, Uh, look at your circle. Uh, um, uh, What else you got? Uh, Mary was frustrated. Jesus had to submit the difference between being in a circle and a cage. That's so good. The couple of things I want to cover in prayer before we run out of time. And then of course we got tomorrow night to pray too. And, um, and then we will go from there. Um, a couple of things in Luke chapter one, um, Gabriel comes to Mary and says to Mary, Mary, you are highly favored of the Lord. You are highly favored of the Lord. God bless you. Congratulations, LBCC. You're highly favored of the Lord. Um, She wasn't just favored. She was highly favored. But whenever you are highly favored, that means not only are you going to experience favor, but your favor is going to be at a whole nother level. Your favor, um, your frustration is going to be an indication of your level of favor, and for many of you, what's frustrating you, you get mad and frustrated and then you tear up stuff and you stop. I want to cover in prayer that when you're frustrated, that after you get mad, after you get angry, you would go examine and see where you're favored. Go examine and see exactly uh, what it is that your favorite. Favor means preferential treatment. He says, Mary, you're frustrated. Why was Mary frustrated? Because Mary wanted more. I taught you this. Her name means she wanted more. So in her wanting more, she rebelled. She went against what she knew to be right. And then when she rebelled, what happens is then she begins to be a better woman. So she's highly favored and she's frustrated at the same time. And for many of you, you got areas of your life that are frustrating you, but that's where your favor's at. That's where your favor's at. Can I get you to type this and say, I'm highly favored on every platform? And let's cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we declare that we are highly favored. Just like you said to Mary, we are highly favored. We are highly favored. We are highly favored. The areas that are frustrating us, God, those are the areas where our favor is. So I pray, God, that we would not just be angry, not just be mad, not just tear stuff up in run, room, but that we would pay attention to where we are frustrated because that's where our favor is. Wherever we are afflicted, God, that is where we are gifted. So I pray, God, that you would give us the grace to slow down. Give us the grace to slow down and pay attention in those moments of frustration. So we would see where we're favored. So we would see where you have given us preferential treatment. You don't know that you're favored unless you're frustrated. Other than that, what is favor? If it's just like everybody else, then it's not favor. God, so we need to recognize the areas of our lives that are frustrated like nobody else because that's where we're favored like nobody else. Come on. Where we are frustrated like nobody else, that's where we are favored like no one else. Forgive us, God, for comparing our process to other people's. Mary's process was not like any of her friends. It was not like any of the people she knew. It was not like any other woman. Every other woman had to have sex to get pregnant, but you got her pregnant through the spirit. In other words, her process wasn't like everybody else's. God, forgive us for comparing our process to somebody else and being mad that it didn't match theirs. Our process didn't match theirs because their favor doesn't match ours our process doesn't match theirs because our favor doesn't match theirs. And so we pray that we would embrace the process, God, that's different for us, the steps and the stages of life that are going to be different for us. We pray that we would embrace that now. Like Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. And that's our posture tonight, God. Be it unto us, According to your word, if you said it, we believe it, that settles it. If you said it, we believe it, that settles it. What are we talking about? What does your word say? Your word says that we're the head and not the tail. Your word says we're above uh, only and never beneath. Your word says that you make our enemies to be at peace with us. Your word says that it would cause our names to be made great. Your word says that life and death are in the power of our tongue. So when we say our next 12 are our best 12, God, we embrace that and we believe that. Why? Because if you said it, we believe it and that settles it. In Jesus' name, on every platform, can I get you to say amen? One more thing, we're gonna come in prayer. Um, And then I'm gonna have you put your prayer requests up and then we out. Um, One of the things that blessed me tremendously about Mary um, is how she welcomed the word. So just think, she's been frustrated for a while because she wanted more. Her, the name Mary in Hebrew, and if you're like, Bishop, what is all this you're talking about? Go back to the end of our Seas of Bad Mama Jama series and start through the series we're in called Emmanuel. And you'll understand. What you thought about Mary being this innocent little girl, is not the case. Mary was the original girl going wild. All right? Mary was out there twerking, dropping it like it was hot. I mean, leaving it on the floor uh, listen, all right. Mary has some stuff and God hid it in her name, which just goes to show you how great God is that he will hide what's hideous unless some, oh my God, he will hide what's hideous. Hey, he will hide what's hideous, right? It was a hot, listen, somebody say hot girl. It was a hot girl, summer, fall, winter, spring. It was a hot, listen, so when the angel comes to her, the Bible says she's she's not really sure about uh, the angel's greeting because she thinks the angel's going to come and let her have it for what she's been doing. But Mary remained faithful. And for some of you, don't let your struggles break your faithfulness. Can I get you to type on the screen, I will remain faithful. I will remain faithful. Like I will remain faithful to church attendance, even if I'm digital now. I will remain faithful to giving. I remain faithful to serving. I cannot allow my struggles to interrupt my faithfulness. All right. Father, I pray that we will remain faithful. She remained faithful. And I taught in those messages how we knew that. She remained faithful, even though she was frustrated and struggling through some things. God, we will remain faithful. We remain faithful to our assignment. We remain faithful to what you've called us to do. We remain faithful to what you've ordained for us to do. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Um, Mary basically says How is this going to happen? I'm a virgin In other words, I am not Experienced in this But everybody listen, you're not experienced but you're prepared I'm going to give you a second piece of homework The first is in the praise report The second is I need you to write down where you're prepared Where you're prepared How do I know where I'm prepared? What has been painful? Pain is preparation Pain is preparation I'm going to say it a third time and I need somebody to get it Pain is preparation how do I know what God has prepared me to do? I just need to look at where God has pained me and allow there to be pain. Pain is preparation. So some of you are like, I just don't know what God wants me to do. I can tell you. Go check your pain. Check your pain, and I'll show you your preparation. Mm, mm, mm. Huh? What are you going to say? Check your pain, and I will show you where you've been prepared. Um, Father, show us where we've been prepared by virtue of where we've been pained where we've had pains in life. That's where you have prepared us. David said, I have not fought a Goliath, but I beat a lion and I beat a bear. I am not experienced in this, but I am prepared. What is he dealing with? A lion is bigger than David, but he beat it. A bear is bigger than David, but he beat it. I may not be uh, experienced, but I am prepared. I rebuke your fear because you don't have experience. I rebuke you second guessing your ability because you don't have experience. The reason God wants to use you, hey, ba 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 shay, is because you are not experienced. He doesn't want someone with experience. Let me tell you what experience does. Experience makes you think you're an expert. And if you think you're an expert, you don't walk by faith. You're not going to go to God, you're going to go to your experience. So for much of what is ahead of you in your next 12, he does not want someone experienced. He wants someone that's prepared, but is inexperienced because I don't need you thinking, you know, expert because Mary all the other women are going to say, girl, you need to start doing this around this time. But because you don't have that experience, you won't be bound by the box of experience. You won't be bound by the box of experience. Lord, I pray we are not bound by the box of our experiences. In Jesus' name. Okay, it's 8 o'clock. I got to stop. Um, I want you real quick. Um, I'm going to have you tomorrow night, guys. Prayers at 7 o'clock. Again, we're doing extra prayer. If you need the dates, go to our site. Um, Harvest Church, that church. You can see the dates. We're doing prayer on Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, then next Tuesday. And of course, Monday and Tuesday. And then we won't do Friday because next Friday, I think, is Christmas. And then we won't do prayer on New Year's Day. Um, so I'm going to take your prayer request tomorrow night. I'm going to do that. I also plan to make prayer interactive tomorrow night. So you want to make sure you're in the chat because I'm going to begin while we're praying, I'm going to begin to prophesy to you, right? I'm going to begin to prophesy to some of you while we are praying tomorrow night. You don't want to miss that. So that's seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. All right. Um, Tonight, here's what I want to do. I want to do two things. If prayer blessed you, um, Sow into it. So into it. Bless what blesses you. How can you do that? A couple of ways. You can go to harvestchurchchurch forward slash give. You can also use the cash app, Bishop Foreman, with the number one uh, at the end of it, or harvestchurch um, give. You can use those methods. All right. You want to use PayPal, Venmo, or Zelle? You can do a hello at harvestchurchchurch. Can I get you to put all of that on the screen? Let me tell you something, guys. When I go into the prophetic, if um, when I go into the prophetic. Um, I, I just wouldn't miss prayer tomorrow night. I just wouldn't miss prayer. First Samuel three nineteen, And the Lord was with uh, Samuel and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. That's how the Lord deals with me. All right. If I tell you tomorrow that it's going to be, it's going to rain pink, 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 uh, pink paints coming out the side tomorrow, you better have an umbrella and be prepared for your white shoes to turn pink. All right. I'm just telling you to God be the glory for that. So if prayer bless you. I want you to sow into that. Bishop, what should I sow? Some you may want to sow 20, 40, 60. You're loaded, 200, 300, 400, 1000, Harvest is a got an anointing on us for debt freedom. And so uh, you should sow. Second thing I want to do, if you're on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, tonight is your night. You are not watching me by accident. Guys, don't get off yet. This is the most important part. Don't y'all be like how some people be at church where when they think the message is and they start getting up and walking. We don't do that at the harvest, but I need y'all not to do that. Don't you walk out this building because people are about to come to Jesus. And when you up walking around, moving around, you disrupt the flow. Stay with me for just a second. It's the most important part of what we're doing tonight. If you're on prayer tonight, and you've never given your life to Jesus. Tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord and you've not been faithful to Him, tonight is your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. And thirdly, if you're like Bishop Foreman, I do not know where things stand with God. Tonight's your night to be sure. If your relationship status with Jesus is like one of them online where it says it's complicated, tonight's your night to be sure. But if either one of those is you. On three, I just want you to do the hand wave emoji or say me. On every platform, I have digital ambassadors that are standing by because we want to see you and we want to count you. We want to know that you gave your life to the Lord because it's important to us. Uh, 517 people so far this year have given their lives to the Lord and you are next. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure. On three, just put the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three, go. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me on any platform. No guilt, no shame. No condemnation. You don't have to feel bad. You have to feel like, I don't want them people to know you are in a safe place. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight, we are waiting on you. Come on, respond. I'm going to count from five. I see you. Come on, guys. They're responding. I see you. Four. I am waiting on you. Three. We're across all these digital platforms. Come on. Two. We are waiting on you. Do the hand wave the emoji or say it's me. The hand wavy emoji or say it's me. One. Come on, come on, come on, come on, respond. I see you, I see you, come on. Come on, y'all, we gotta give God glory. People are coming to the Lord on prayer, on prayer. Okay, we also got the Harvest Channel too, we can see that too, and all the YouTubes and the Instagrams and all that. I see you, I see you, come on. Do that hand baby emoji or say it's me. I know I counted down, but I'm awake because people are responding. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight on prayer, you God coming to get you. He's coming to get you. He cared enough about you to come get you on a prayer. On prayer, he came to get you. All right? All right? Come on. Come on. Come on. All right? I want everybody to pray this with me. Wow, this is amazing. I love seeing people come to the Lord. Everybody pray this with me. Even if you say, like even if you went to school with Jesus, I need you to pray with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and this confession, I declare you are my God, you are my Lord, and you are my Savior. And tonight, I give you glory. I give you my life. From this moment forward, give me the grace. Come on, everybody say it with me. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I know, I went to school with Jesus, right? I know. Listen, guys, here's what I need you to do. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, and you're now sure, I need for you to simply do this. I need for you to take your phone and text the word decision to 59769, to 59769. Um, I need you to do that. Why do I need you to do that? We're going to shoot you a text right away. It's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. We're literally going to send you a message and a web page called What Next with simple steps on what to do. Many times people get saved and then they don't know what to do next. So that's why the title of the teaching is What Next? Like, what do I need to do now that I've given my life to the Lord? All right? Listen, if you want to sow, sow uh, into prayer tonight. Be a blessing. Bless what blesses you. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. I've always been a sower and a giver. Never but never argue with somebody that's got big harvest if you didn't see their big seed. I'm just saying. Never be mad at somebody that God is blessing if you didn't see when they were sowing. All right? Did I get the wrong number? Decision to 55498. Decision to 55498. All right? Love you guys. Pray you have an amazing night. Again, prayer tomorrow night. Again, we're doing extra days of prayer through the end of this year at 7 o'clock. We're going to take your prayer request tomorrow. But again, to prophesy um, to some of you tomorrow night. All right? So make sure that you do that. Did I say the wrong number, y'all? Is that what y'all are saying, 55? Did I say the wrong number? If I said the wrong number, I apologize. The right text number is you text Decision to 55498. All right? Love you. Have an amazing night. I'll see you tomorrow night for prayer. Keep me in your prayers, would you? Um, I took this December has been the busiest month uh, of this year. It's been very productive. Lots of great things happening. And uh, and we got a lot to get done. And so we're making it do what it do. I love you guys. Shalom, everybody. Have an amazing night. We're going to start over here. Shalom, y'all. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. Have an amazing night. Shalom.
0: We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts.